0: FM World Force, Sunday Night Live with Louise Tai. Fast fashion has been dominant for the past couple of years and sees fashion brands rotate low quality and low price stock very frequently. Consumers say that it gives them more choice and keeps them up to date with trends. However, fast fashion comes with significant environmental and human costs. The Chinese website Shein is one of the fastest of the fast fashion retailers, dropping new designs every single day. Here to speak more about the shein apocalypse is fashion journalist Sarah Maloko. Tell me a bit about Shein, because obviously we've heard a little bit about it. There was a pop-up in town a couple of weeks ago. But for anyone who doesn't know it?
1: Well, for anyone who isn't aware of Shein, it's basically a direct-to-consumer fashion website mostly but they also Mm -hmm. do homeware and children's wear things like that Um, and the thing it's really really known for is the level of affordability that it offers people so you can go on there and get a bikini for 2 euro or -hmm. a top for 3 euro Um, and they release about 700 to 1000 pieces of new clothing items on their website every single day and if you want to compare that to the production rate of um, we'll say the next most popular fashion retailer Zara. Mm -hmm. Zara releases about 2,000 new styles per month rather than per week so and she's currently the most popular online clothing retailer um, especially after the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Um, Like a lot of other fast fashion companies the clothes that are produced by Shein are often really low quality and they're not made to last at all um, and it has zero transparency and doesn't offer any information on the conditions that the garments are made in. And as humans, like we can kind of logically connect the fact that having the ability to sell a piece of clothing for two quid means that it's probably not very ethically produced, mm-hmm. is most likely under sweatshop conditions and literally will c- cost them more money to house it in a warehouse than, you know, distribute it and ship it out. So we really have to think about what does that mean for the impact on the environment and the humane impact as well like what what do their factory conditions look like
0: this is the thing and i suppose they're one of many because we do have quite a few fast fashion companies in ireland really don't we
1: yeah, there's so many that have become really popular in recent years. We've seen a total like move away from the traditional shopping experience of going to the high street and venturing into bricks and mortar stores. Mm-hmm. Um, our convenience culture has really made online shopping our almost instant port of call. I think if it's a Monday and you know you need an outfit for something on a Saturday, most people are going to go online first before they'll make that trip into town or whatever.
0: It's true. Um,
1: and the thing that fast fashion retailers really pull us in with is the fact that their clothes are so trendy because they can have such a quick turnaround from design to production to distribution um I think that's so, I think it's like some designs within Shein can go from the design board to being on their website in the space of three to five days which is just
0: wow. crazy
1: that's if you think insane. about it yeah
0: because that's a real quick turnaround wow I wouldn't have imagined it would be something that quick And I'm sure you can imagine
1: that when you can turn something around that fast, it's not necessarily going to be something that will live a long lifespan. Mm -hmm. Things will have a short, fashionable lifespan. And being so cheap and quickly produced, you know, they're made with a lot of synthetic fibers like polyester or nylon. And even though we have a short lifespan with those clothing items... These are made of materials that do not decay. So every piece of clothing we buy from a place like Shein will likely spend decades longer in a landfill than they would ever spend in our wardrobe.
0: So I suppose like I think a lot of people probably go for fast fashion because it's cheap and accessible and you can just go and pick it up. But I suppose we are kind of coming around to the fact that we do need to be a bit more conscious of where we're buying our clothes you know, kind of what their standards, what they stand for. but how do we find this out? Is it easily accessible, or how do we how do we know who and what we're buying from?
1: So I would the question that I would be asking as a consumer mm-hmm. is, what am I not seeing? Like when I go onto a website, what information is not so readily available to me? because you think if you, you know, let's say I have a brand and I'm really proud of the way that I produce my clothing and I have, you know, a story about why I started this brand and, you know, it has callbacks to, you know, whether it's culture or fashion or whatever, I would want to show that and I would want to show my positive production methods and how well I treat my staff. Mm -hmm. So when you're not being that, and you're not seeing any transparency statements, any, you know, ethical declarations on a company's website. There's a reason for that because they're probably kind of hiding from the customer what goes on behind the curtain. Mm -hmm. Um, And like with these online brands or fast fashion brands or whatever, we just have to ask like, why isn't the brand being forthcoming and providing this information? despite any claims that brands like Shein might make that they use environmentally friendly production methods, sustainably sourced materials, no one is able to confirm that any of those efforts are true at all.
0: How do we go from using and buying fast fashion to trying to buy less? Because I don't think it's possible to completely cut it out altogether, not at the moment. I think we're still in the middle of unfortunately sustainable clothing tends to cost a little bit more than fast fashion and maybe not everybody can afford it but how can we make the transition or begin to make the transition to buying clothes that are going to either last longer or you know that that aren't going to end up in the landfill
1: so there's kind of a twofold answer to this question I would Mm -hmm. say it's that like the first thing we need to do is kind of adjust how we perceive the value of clothing so we think of something that's maybe more sustainably made and it instantly has this um, aura about it, that it might be like overpriced or something, whereas actually it's fairly priced and we're just used to seeing things at much lower costs True. and bombs with any fast fashion websites or anything are absolutely not directed at anyone who has to rely on affordable clothing to close, clothe themselves or their families or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, We'll have to do what we have to do to get by in this world um but the issue comes more when we see you know our social media feeds will say saturated with videos of clothing hauls titled i spent a thousand euro on shein these are people who can afford sustainable or even better quality clothing but they're opting to buy from shein because we've really destroyed our perception of the value of clothing mm-hmm. and when things are price so cheaply we really see them as single use like a tissue or a cotton bud and it implies then that it's disposable and I think especially at this time of the year we see that when people are buying like a whole new wardrobe for a festival that they'd never wear again or loads of bikinis for a holiday and you kind of joke like oh it doesn't matter if they get ruined because I'll just throw them in the bin before I catch the flight home like that is a really ugly side of fashion change our perception Mm -hmm. and I guess, to see clothing as having a lifespan. And I would always say that buying secondhand is the best method um, to start on a more sustainable fashion journey. If you really want to purchase things and you enjoy, you know, the aspects of fashion that we all enjoy, like basically customizing our avatar, like changing how people perceive us by, uh, you know, updating our style and whatever, I would say place like, you know, Depop, Thriftify, facebook marketplace charity shops you can prevent these clothes from ending up in a landfill and give them new life but then also like focus on buying less and learn to understand what your own personal shopping triggers are so if you kind of feel that you might only buy new things because you don't want to be like an outfit repeater or you don't want to be like perceived as only having like a certain amount of clothing then you're kind of only doing it for other people rather than yourself Mm -hmm. but then obviously you need to buy something affordably That you have to access urgently. I would say opt to buy it in, we'll say, like a brick and mortar store, like a high street store. Like, if you need something affordable, you know, there's no shame in having to go to Pennies or whatever. And, you know, that way the environmental damage has already been done in a sense. If clothing is imported, it's already in the store rather than you opting to go for a place like Shein, where you are literally paying to have something flown over to you from China which has an environmental impact in itself is the transport of the goods never mind the production anyone wants to is just interested in general if let's say you like a brand and you want to kind of know where they sit Mm -hmm. use an app called good on you and they acquire all that information to the best of their abilities and give each brand a ranking so if you're wondering you know yourself about okay is this brand good Is this brand bad? You can look at Good On You and maybe you could make a decision based on that. So if you want to buy something from, I don't know, two different brands and you're in two minds, maybe you could base it off what Good On You says about the ethics of the brand and choose the one that has a better rating. And that would be a really good small place
0: to start. FM World 4 Sunday Night Live with Louise Tai.